Today's bizarre stories take you into fish farms and the trucking industry. Two very different stories. We've got so much to share with you. Stay tuned. Hi, everybody. I'm Larry Kortkamp. I'm Susan Hamilton. And we have a full day for you today, including fish farming. <laughs> you know, we, we get some fish from the store, the frozen variety. And I like salmon. I like salmon salads occasionally. And it's farmed. My sister lives in, in Alaska, and she hates it. She's always condemning me for eating farming fish. And I realize there's a lot of problems potentially with it. but No problems with it. No potential. There are problems with it, but here it's more difficult to get fresh salmon when we're visiting up in alaska it's a lot nicer because mm-hmm. they, they oh i they, bet that's they, fabulous they, they just reach down and grab it right it's great but, but uh anyway apparently the u.n agrees with me because they're saying that we can fix those problems in the fish farms but the problem that we can't fix apparently is beef i'm afraid the u.n says no more beef folks no more steaks no more hamburgers no more beef amazon's Probably- top technology officer just told the, that united nations this week that people will need to eat more fish and less beef if they want to protect the environment and said artificial intelligence is the tool that's already helping to make that happen it's already happening so ai for the good ai for good global summit in geneva this week that ai is helping rice farmers and other food producers around the world be much more efficient it's going to play a role in making sure food comes at a lower cost to the environment okay now ai can do a lot of things but it's never had a steak off my grill we it's need never to shift tasted the a steak from my grill, right? Because so. we know how damaging cattle farming <laughs> is, not just because of the amount of food that it needs, Whoa. but the impact on the environment that it has, if we want to reduce that impact. Is that back to the uh, farting cows? Oh, or is my God. We need to stuff. move to consuming fish as our main source of protein. you got to realize they're not ever going to be done because the idea is not that you would have more food. See, one of the sustainable development goals <laughs> is that there would be no more food insecurity. That's the truth. Yeah. The idea that there would never be another hungry person on the planet is very, very important. And let's make no mistake, it is one of the sustainable development goals that is in place to happen in 2030. But the way to get there is a little contrived. And you might be surprised to learn that it doesn't have to do with more food, better distribution, and better practices for healthier food. No, it has to do with less carbon, less you. That's us. Less human Used to be those cool... Uh, There's uh, too many they, of us. They still have those billboards up, eat more, yes. eat less, eat more chicken, I guess it <laughs> is, Chick-fil-A, eat more chicken. And now they're going to just say eat more bugs, I guess. Is so eat the thing. bugs because they are books out of the, the, <laughs> that these crazy elites listen to and, and watch and, and read. And, and they really have an idea of there being these two classes of humanity. Yeah. One class up here that gets to live forever off of the resources that crippled small broken people. And remember, when you have the, like the, the puberty blockers given to girls, their backs don't develop. And so they end up in a situation where... They can't ever stand the idea that they can create a race of people that does that, right? Because they can't reproduce. They're actually creating people that that are in that that scenario. The it's matrix, not so the bizarre. The matrix becomes a little bit more believable, doesn't it? Oh, but my gosh! And hopefully they'll they'll all live in California because, as this article said, California is insane. 
Mm-hmm. Insane California green energy rules could wreck the trucking industry. So the, um, the, has it not? I was going to say it's not done title, yet. Title says it all, but um, they're they're saying the big thing is by 2035, a huge portion of the trucks that enter into or drive around inside of California, a huge percentage. I mean, it's like 70 percent have to be electric. They're just saying it right out loud. No more. Fossil fuel driven. Well, he's made no bones about that being his agenda is to stop those combustion engines. So I'm really loving that Ford moved forward over here in uh, what Irving or Farmers Branch, the DFW area anyway. Arlington with the big GM plant investing $500 million into. Combustion, the, the, the full size SUVs in the internal combustion engine. Yeah, fight back on that because they don't have enough electricity to do what they're doing. This whole yeah. green idea is crazy. Can you imagine what? Here's here are the implications of that. If you think that sounds like a great idea, um, these electric vehicles cannot power up and move. And by the way, if you have an electron, electric vehicle, you may already know this. Uh, so the idea is that 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 by 2035, most of the world, most human, normal thinking people won't go. Oh, that's a really, really, really bad idea. <laughs> By then, I think we're going the pushback is going to be crazy because they can't haul a load. The size of the engines required, the size the batter- of the batteries. The batteries required. outweigh. They, they've already said the batteries weigh. The batteries weigh a lot. They're like nine to ten thousand dollars per battery, and it takes like two of these gigantic batteries to operate one of these trucks, and they end up weighing a lot, anywhere from fifteen, sixteen, eighteen thousand pounds to twenty thousand pounds, somewhere in that range. So a truck, I don't know if you've passed these on the highway or not, they always have these weigh stations for trucks. Trucks have to be weighed in order to drive on the highways. And they can't weigh over too much, so a truck is built to be so long, 53 feet, typically the size of a tractor trailer. Anyway, they can only haul so much weight. Well, now if you've got 20,000 pounds of batteries, that's going to decrease the size of your load by 20,000 pounds. So they've already they testified before Congress a couple of weeks ago that that means that they're going to have to increase the number of trucks on the road by, instead of two trucks today, they're going to have to have three trucks on the road in order to haul the same amount of freight as two trucks currently do it today. Oh, so that's the same amount of freight. So, so follow me here on this logic, because if that's the case, then why would we be shutting down our cobalt mines, which create the batteries necessary to do solar power and necessary to do this electric well, power? But you're missing so, the fact when we mine for cobalt in the States, that is against the earth. But if we mine for cobalt in, in Africa, Africa, where we can decimate them, the, right? The earth, so what? There's no racism in that because they don't <laughs> mind. De- because they will decimate those people to get what they want. But it's and not they about don't race. Have an they'll, idea. they'll employ any child of any race. That's the truth. They're pretty open-minded. They're pretty open-minded. You All know, children are available to go work over there. No, it's a pathetic way that we're that they're sharing these ideas with us as though it's the truth. And if it was the truth, it, uh, things would look very different. So here's the thing. If they're going to do... Uh, Larry, they, they're not, there is no intention and no plan for that additional distribution, those additional trucks on the road to actually ever exist. No, Number one, they will never exist. exist. Number two, yeah. you, there is not enough electric grid to make that happen. In addition to that, not only are they going to say they're going to increase the number of trucks on the road, currently we are short truck drivers in the United States by 80,000 truck drivers, and we've been short... We've been short between seven to 80,000 truck drivers now for almost a decade or longer. So they haven't been able to refill this role. Why? Because the progressives tell people, don't become a truck driver because you're an idiot. If you do, you need to go to college, higher education to become a 
a tech guy instead, right? So you don't want to become a truck driver, but we're going to need those 80,000. That's just today. When we increase the trucking number by another 30%, where are those truck drivers going to come from? So not only are we not going to be able to have the trucks by then, yeah. but we're not going to have anything to drive them with. However, AI to the rescue. We won't need drivers by then. That it's is all AI, exactly. Right? Okay, so what happens to employment? What happens to people if they even did it? Which, by the way, they can't. Like I said, it, uh, AI needs power too. So if everything is powered by the grid and they couldn't possibly do it, I see that their ideas, come on, they are so contrived. Yeah. There is no possible way that this stuff can go forward. So you need to really start putting the brakes on it in your community wherever you see it. Yeah. And I implore you to start a chapter of Tactical Civics. Go to tacticalcivics.com and start a chapter near you. Super, super important. Um, and you know what else we need to really be thinking through hmm. is how uh, how on earth we can help the veterans out there as they're starting, they're looking at all this stuff going, man, if they're coming back from any of the wars um, that, and there are so many, there are so many areas where we have, where we're deployed all over the world right now. Uh, but well, a lot of times when they're coming back, they're coming back, having problems getting back, integrating back into society and society got weird. Society got really weird from, and they were exposed to a really weird military. It's very different today. So how do we help them? You know, JR with Veterans Ranch is making a difference here. Uh, and he is asking for help because he's about to move his headquarters from Florida to North Texas. But there's so much we can do to help uh, help the PTSD and the trans transition to into civilian life. Uh, and it's, it, it, we need to because suicide is really high in this area. Hey y'all, JR here from the Veterans Ranch. We provide free equine therapy services to veterans and their immediate household family, and it is always free of charge. We are in Florida and the great state of Texas. Y'all, we are relocating our headquarters to North Texas, and this is your opportunity to act. We need you to go to theveteransranch.org. That's theveteransranch.org. Hit that donate button and make a one-time or monthly pledge that will help us serve five to 10,000 Texas veterans a year. This is your opportunity to save lives. Go there today. So Susan, our next story here comes to us uh, really from the sports world. I don't know if any of you are familiar with uh, the NBA, uh, the Basketball Association, or the WNBA, which is the women's. The women's basketball station was actually in the news recently because we had that player that got caught over in Russia, remember, with the deal. And that was the same lady that was here in the States saying how much she hated the U.S. Ironically, when she got arrested over there, and then she finally got let loose, she kind of changed it to where now she loves the U.S., she didn't like what she got treatment over there. Yeah, because well, she so what, she couldn't figure out what her gender was. So yeah, when she well, gets over there, and they won't have it. They didn't care. Yeah. They were just going to throw her in jail. Anyway, this particular one, this story comes to us where uh, there's a male basketball player, um, Ennis Cantor, and he's he's called out another WNBA player, Natasha Cloud, because she's, again, criticizing the United States. So she's criticizing the United States about calling us a trashy, a trashy country, um, and he is a player from Turkey. In fact, when he was in Turkey for his viewpoints, which are pretty much American viewpoints, which is why he came here, um, he was put on the uh, terrorist list in Turkey. In fact, if he goes back there, he will be arrested <laughs> because of his views on Western democracy and 
liberty and freedom. So he's been on the watch list there. This was back in 2019. In fact, he had a $500,000 bounty placed on his head. So he was making the point to the female player here in the States, you might want to get out more. <laughs> you might want to go to other places around the world to see how bad you have it here in the States, which is really not. I think that's good advice for anybody. Get out there and see what's going on. My friends, it'd be eye-opening to you. Um, the university dean claims white people get more from Social Security because of structural inequity. Oh. I'm not saying that Social Security is inherently racist, but I am saying that it's an, it has an inequitable outcome because of these health inequities. They, that, they've used that word a lot, inequities, inequitable. Well, maybe because the DEI inequities. one is losing its luster, so now we're so getting into we're a, different, get uh, a different something. Um, Tom Leviste. Leviste? the dean of Tulane University, a uh, school of public health and tropical medicine, yeah. made those comments at Washington Post Live's health equity event. So uh, that's really amazing, this, this health equity. you got to watch where that's going to come in. And you, chances are, if you are um, in a situation where you're going to need some help, you probably need an advocate. And we talked about great care. Hi, this is Larry Kortkamp with the OBBM Network. You know, if you're like most Americans, you don't understand the medical industry. You need an advocate on your side to get the best care for you at the best price. You need Graith Care on your side. Call 469-864-7149 and tell them that OBBM sent you. Purchase time in blocks. You can always add additional time if you need to. Get 10% off advocate services when you mention OBBM. You can talk to your advocate about anything medical. Get some peace of mind. Let Graithcare advocate for you. Protect your medical rights and get the treatment that you deserve. Go to graithcare.com, call 469-864-7149, and tell them OBBM sent you and get 10% off your first session. 469-864-7149, graithcare.com. Yes, that's grace and faith, graithcare.com. And Tulane's in the news again. Only Tulane University School of Professional Advancement, uh, education nonprofit, new schools for New Orleans, and several other education partners were recently awarded a $10 million federal grant. Uh, so that federal dollars, those federal grant dollars, the government just has money. And so that government that has this money, because they have this business where they make money, and they're going to take that money, and they're going to decide what they're going to do with that money. And what they're going to do is they've awarded a $10 million federal grant, part of the U.S. Department of Education's $60 million investment in teacher preparation programs around the country. Uh, man, we do have a teacher problem, and we must do something about it. We don't have uh, qualified uh, teachers in, that are really capable of of doing what needs to be done here in, However, in defense you know, of our children, we actually a, teaching them academics. We did a story here not long ago about the city of Dallas. And the city of Dallas was had passed new laws, new regulations concerning DEI, back, back to pronouns and that you could be fired. And if you called somebody the wrong name, they were going to be terminated. And I mean, they're creating all these idiotic rules and regulations. And they did this within the school system of America. It started with COVID. We had the unions that were bossing these teachers around. But then the, not necessarily all the teachers, because a lot of the teachers were right on board with the unions and followed them right along. But we've had this issue in teaching in America. We keep throwing money at it. They keep saying it's about money. 
So we keep raising raising salaries, right? They keep saying it's about the fact that they can't work during the summer or whatever, so they have to have more money. So we do that. It's about insurance. We do that. Look, all our these teachers things, are but, underpaid in my but, opinion. But all, the more money we pay, we've also done, sadly, the stories where it shows no matter how much more we pay, what we get is getting less and less and less. We did the story in Illinois, 53 schools where they didn't have one student that tested at grade level. For well, it'll probably reading. really improve now that they've, uh, they're adding those 300,000 new uh, illegal, illegal immigrants. aliens to yeah. the uh, illegal immigrants. But in this case, now we're throwing more money at the problem. Money is not the problem. They're having trouble attracting teachers. Money is not the reason they're having trouble attracting teachers. Money, it's because of the way we're running our school systems. The teachers have no authority to do anything. They're forcing CRT down. The teachers throw it as they much as they are. They pretty bullied the out there anymore. Teachers are bullied. Kids are bullied. They're being bullied by administrations or unions. It's not a very pleasant job anymore to do. And so they're not making it very attractive for people to want to go into that line of work. And now they're, now they're trying to figure out, well, if we just throw more money at it, same old, same old government, just throw more money at it. That's not the problem. Well, and they're not throwing just anybody's money at it. They're throwing your money Well, at that's it. all the government has. The government has no money. Government's throwing your money at it. So your taxes will go up and education won't improve and, and under these scenarios. But, friends, it doesn't have to be this scenario. You can start a chapter of tacticalcivics.com in your community uh, and get involved there and get trained so you understand how to do that because all of this stuff changes at the grassroots level. The government is not going to solve it. You have to understand that you, you know that, are the government. And you know that group, Tactical Civics, they have uh, uh, chapters now in almost 600 different cities around the country. And they're, they're focused on really taking back at that grassroots level to get people energized, uh, less apathetic about the whole system. Where else are we going to find our teachers if we don't really create a framework in our local community where we can make that difference there? And be, because people are, they're looking for something well, better. Well, we got to... We got away from this argument, and you say it a lot. You say that we're turning out a product. Well, not. It's, I'm not okay with that. I'm, I'm, but yeah. at the same token, we have to turn out educated students. So whatever the term you want to use, it got it got misused into saying we don't have to we don't have to check up on the teacher's success level. They didn't like testing. They didn't like all these things who because does? it. Who does? So we are paying you to accomplish a goal. may not be to turn out a product, but it is to turn out an educated student that can read at this level, do math at this level, do all these things at certain levels, and they're not happening. So the reason we have to, how else do you check that unless you test? Not, so but testing the way, are, now wait a cotton pick a minute. The testing that we are currently doing, I know here in Texas with the STAR tests and so many of them. I'm not saying, I'm not saying they're training test the kids. different. No, but they're trained. But if you a train, test is necessary. How else do you do it? How do you, else do you check it? You read the chapter <laughs> and then you take the test. It's called comprehension because mm -hmm. it's, a, it's and comprehension is a very different part of reading. And it, I don't care how well you can read if you don't know what it is you just read. And so comp comprehension is a big part of that. Which is tested by the test. But that's not what this is. The no. star tests and the testing and the way we're doing things now is test is practicing to how to win that test, how to pass that test. You're, you're creating automatons that all they're doing is learning how to hit that button, hit that button, circle that dot, 
circle that. That's not creating a critical thinker I think part, or anyone with a capability. But I think part of this is going to change. Affirmative action at the collegiate level has now been ruled illegal. What does that mean? That means we're back to a meritocracy, more of a merit-based system to where you have to perform. That means if you're going to get into a college, you have to test at grade level. That means you've got to come out at grade level from these lower schools, high school. It starts, it starts at elementary school, goes to middle school, goes to high school. Now, instead of just pass for any reason, now you're going to have to pass with certain grade levels in order to get moved through the system. And you're going to have to pay for it. Because this next article says the Supreme Court has also struck down Biden's student loan handout scheme, thank God. So now you and I don't have to pay for some other kids' college And the problem with, with that whole mess is anybody that went in for that, guys, th those things are going to get called back in. If you were wise and took advantage of the situation over the last couple of years where this loan forgiveness was going on, the idea was pay it off quick while they well, they stopped the interest, right? Get a good deal by paying that off now. And if you were diligent and continually paying, you got out of some interest and you did good and you should be out. But then make no mistake, they're calling that debt back. And the people that didn't do that now are going to have quite a balloon, and they've made a mess of the whole damn thing. Well, the education wasn't free. No. Somebody was paying for it, and the students that used it just wanted me to pay for it. I'm, it's not my problem. You're the one that wanted to go. It's your problem. You need to pay for it. Well, we do support you for higher education, but if you're going to go, don't go and just be malleable because the, you're going to have to go and buck up and learn something and represent and understand what it is to be an American. So, hey, parents, get out there and educate your kids, get, educate your community. TacticalCivics.com. Till our next episode, you've been watching OBBM Network News. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5, nine, five and 9 Central and 6 and 10 uh, Eastern on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com. Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media. Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program. And do please consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, $10, or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. We want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and their services.